Megan, I have been using our sponsor Element, that's L-M-N-T, to boost my hydration for over a month now, and I'm really loving it. I'm just not very good at drinking plain water, and I love the taste when I pop one of these little packets, I like orange or grapefruit, into a big bottle of water. It's kind of fruity and salty, and it just helps me hydrate better overall. Element is a zero-sugar electrolyte drink mix born from the growing body of research that shows the best health outcomes occur with higher sodium levels. Each little pack delivers a significant dose of electrolytes, but minus sugar, artificial colors, and other iffy ingredients. Element's flavors are so unique, like fruity watermelon salt and spicy sweet mango chili. And we're going to set our listeners up with a variety pack so you can find your favorite. Right. You can receive a free Element sample pack containing eight flavors with any drink mix purchase when you purchase through our custom link, drinkelement.com slash momhour. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T slash momhour. This offer is available exclusively through our partnership and is available for both new and returning customers. And if you're an Element Insider, you'll have first access to Element Sparkling, a bold can of sparkling electrolyte water. Again, it's drinklmnt.com slash momhour. Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Sarah. We're two moms with eight kids between us from preschool to teen. This is the show where we help you feel better about the mom you are and share our own parenting tips and personal stories. We're not experts. We're parents who've been there. We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the Mom Hour. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 152 of the Mom Hour. Sarah, I just had that moment again where I didn't know whether to say 152 I thought or it, 152. It, it, it rolled right <laughs> off the tongue. Thank you. Um, I am Megan Francis here, as always, with Sarah Powers. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Megan. I'm recording what? this from a little girl's getaway weekend. Yes, in... and I'm recording this from my new house. We're like all over the place lately. We I've, are. We've, I've recorded from Hawaii. You're changing houses every week. We, <laughs> and just in case you guys think, we're like in NPR studios. We're not. We're not. And um, last week, I think I recorded in my old house's kitchen because all of my furniture is gone. But the only internet I had was at that house. Right. And then today, I'm, I finally have internet in my new house, but I had to go back to the old house to get, to get mic. my mic because I didn't have it with me. So it's just like, I don't know, it's a comedy of errors over here right now. Well, but here we are. <laughs> Here we are. I'm really excited about this episode. Um, we are talking about what's great and maybe not so great about our eight. And of course, we mean our eight combined children. Yes. Um, you know, one thing that I think, Sarah, I think always drew me to you when we became friends was like, I think we both share about our kids' um, foibles and challenges without being super complainy. Yeah. And I think we can both, we both love talking about our kids without being super braggy. I yes. feel like I'm bragging about us right now, but like that's a, a quality I really like in another mom is like yes. really appreciating their kids, but also being really honest. And I think it's it, it comes down to like appreciating childhood, like sort of yes. getting a kick out of kids. And I think you and I are both like that. So this is yes. fun to do. And we've actually every once in a while when we do this type of episode where we really just like talk about our eight kids and what they're up to, we always get good listener feedback. So while it might yeah. feel like we're talking about ourselves I'm hoping we are. that we are we're talking about our kids we're but being a little I, self-indulgent this time I know that okay. listeners kind of feel like first of all they always love getting a peek into like the phases that are coming up ahead um, yeah. so if you're if you don't have 18 and 14 year olds like you do Megan then that's fun to hear but also I think it does give moms permission to talk about their kids in this way which is like celebrating them but also being honest about what's hard yeah yeah, yeah. all love necessary it. 
So yeah, so we're gonna go through all eight, and yeah, um, we're just gonna go what one by one, and just yeah, I just so yeah. we've done this maybe two or three times, and kind of given a different context each time. But I realized we've always done a different order. One time it was age order. One time I pulled ages out of a hat. Do you remember that? It was like yes. random. Oh my gosh! I forgot. So yeah. today I was like, let's do alphabetical because that will mix oh, them up yeah. in a different way. So anyway, that's what we're gonna do. Megan, the end of the school year and kickoff to summer is a busy time of the year for families, but we can all eat stress-free and hit our wellness goals with ready-to-eat meals from our sponsor, Factor. Factor's delicious meals are never frozen and can be ready to eat in just two minutes. You can pick from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular choices like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Plus, they have more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, lunch, snacks, and beverages to keep you fueled all day long. So our team was comparing notes recently on our favorite factor meals. And Katie loved the herb crusted chicken with mashed cauliflower and toasted almond green beans. I loved that one too. And get this, so did her little boy, Charlie. She heated it up for lunch one day and Charlie, who's three, ate almost all of the green beans. I mean, that's quite an endorsement, right? I was going to say what a parenting win. (laughs) And I get it, Charlie. Those green beans are crazy good. And if you really want to treat yourself, they even have meals with filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. Listeners, head to factormeals.com slash momhour50 and use code momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code momhour5050 at factormeals.com slash momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Okay, Megan, like many of our listeners, I'm sure I've been doing some spring cleaning in my closet lately, and it always feels so good to get rid of clothes I'm not wearing, things that don't fit or that aren't my style anymore. But you know what I realized? All of my Vionic shoes are always in the keep pile. They just tick all the boxes. They're cute, comfy, high quality. They last forever. And I love growing my Vionic collection, especially with the latest styles from their Vionic Vitals collection. The Vionic Vitals collection offers daily wear styles designed for elegance, comfort, and versatility. We both love the Uptown Loafer, which collapses flat, so it's perfect for travel. The Chardonnay Heeled Sandal, which I know you love, Sarah. The Walk 23 Classic Sneaker, which our team member Katie gets compliments on all the time. And the Willa Slip-On Flat, one of my favorites, which comes in 12 colors for any outfit. Yeah, I need to uh, get the Willa Slip-On Flat. That's next on my list. Well, listeners, if you're ready to try the shoes we're always raving about, use code themomhour 15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at bionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's one-time use only. Bionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. All right. So who's up first? You got the only A. The only I know. A so we'll go so alphabetical. All and right. I threw in here real quick, like if we want to say something that's great about this stage, something that's hard and something this kid is really into. But, you yeah. know, I always like to put structure and then you can ignore it if you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For me, it's helpful. Um, OK, so Allegra is let's see, this episode will come out right smack in the middle of April. So she will be like 10 days away from turning 10. So she's turning 10 at the very end of April, which has me having all the feels about a decade of motherhood of course it's like all about me for some reason like Mm. when you're when your oldest child (laughs) turns a new age it's also your anniversary of becoming a mom so coming up on 10 years um I think what's great right now and what I'm really appreciative of is she's really into me and wanting to spend special time with me and I think I just have this really acute realization that you know teenage years are coming and I'm I'm never one to like 
be pessimistic about the teenage years. I've loved being surrounded by you and other moms who have great relationships with their teenagers. So I'm not doom and gloom about it, but I do know that a natural part of that is separating from, you know, like wanting your mom to be your BFF. And that's normal and natural. So I think the fact that she does really want to spend, like she'll ask if we can go on a date or have special time together. So I'm just really appreciative of that and trying to say yes, like all of the times, like, you know, take that while I can. Um, Another fun thing is she's starting to stay home alone for short amounts of time. I think I mentioned that briefly when we talked about Mm -hmm. tweens. Um, And that's kind of cool. She feels really proud and I feel fine about it. Like I haven't felt worried or I don't know, it just is a milestone for us since she's my first kid that I can say, hey, you can stay home alone for the next 20 minutes. Right. Um, Hard, I would say if there's something hard, it's just that the same thing, like this tween phase is very much like no longer being super into little kid stuff. So I feel like I enjoyed this window and I knew it was a window that would end where like, let's say Violet got to like three, three and a half, like, and I had three kids who really could pretty much enjoy doing the same things when we went on vacation, if we went out to do something, going to a movie. And I knew that like Violet had to get into that uh, cohort and then that pretty soon Allegra would start to pull out of it and that's how it works so like things like choosing a family movie or like when we were on a family vacation recently like choosing activities she just sometimes gets a little I would say like not grumpy but like disinterested in doing what the rest of us are doing again that's supposed to happen but I I mean I think just just a shift for all of us like oh it's okay if you'd rather stay back at the hotel room because you don't want to go down the water slide again you know like that's all right um And then something she's really into, I just put a few things, slime, still the slime craze, (laughs) making it, wanting to make it, it never turns out, Um, baking, she's been into baking for a while, and then she's super into the soundtrack to the Greatest Showman movie, which I I don't, I don't particularly love the soundtrack. I thought the movie was entertaining, but it's, it's cute. I mean, it's cute to have her like. Right. Have some music that she really just it's wants very, to put on repeat. <laughs> it's a very, I felt very meh about that movie. Yeah. Um, but it's a great, like, it is like a great kit. It's kind of like the soundtrack for Frozen. Yeah. It really wasn't my cup of tea, but I see why kids were into it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, so. I was entertained by the movie. I thought I saw it in the theater and I saw it with her. And so the movie didn't bug me quite as much, but I don't think that, like, the music it all sounds kind of the same to me and a yeah. little bit auto-tuned yes, it's or very by auto-tuned. a lot auto-tuned, but it's, <laughs> it's still cute. Like for her birthday, she yeah. asked for a greatest showman poster for her room. And like, mm. that's the first time she's wanted like, you know, that's, any kind yes. of pop cultural reference poster for her that's room. Awesome. It's just cute. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I that's Allegra. That. That's Allegra. All right. So Clara's up next. Yeah. Okay. So Clara, um, I just have to tell you one thing. I think I mentioned this in our, our episode about moving, mm-hmm. but <laughs> it just, like Claire is so excited about this new house. I mean, she just loves it. She's like, this is, we, they went in the kitchen. They're like, and Claire, especially it's so nice. I mean, the kitchen is teeny tiny and they're like these old, like not old, like they're, they're, they're clean and nice, but yeah. they're like apartment appliances. You know yeah. what I mean? Like a small white fridge, like yeah. Yeah. a small white, you know, electric stove. Yeah. She's like, wow, these are so nice. <laughs> so, she's so super appreciative of everything, which and she's just a delight to be And around. she probably doesn't remember moving into your last house very well. No, not so really. So she, she has a like more four. of a big kid sensibility yes. about yes. this newness. I love that. Yeah, I should mention she's nine. She turned nine um, in, in March. So right. um, she's still a little kid, but she's definitely reaching like kind of coming up on that tweenness. Yeah. And she's just, she's just sweet. She's appreciative and sweet. Um, she loves spending time with me. Another thing that was kind of cute, but also kind of a hard thing, like these kind of sometimes they cross over, right? So 
yes, when we moved all, here. a lot. One of the things that we've been doing is um, watching Full House together. Yes. And when we moved into this house, like the, the living and dining room area is small. And I was like trying to figure out how to lay it out. And I finally said, there's no room for a TV in here. And I don't care. I don't really, I don't watch TV very yeah. much. And I don't really want it to take up that much wall space. I'd rather yeah. have my record player or my books. And or where you put your TV, like then it influences like the rest of your furniture. Everything. It has a big Absolutely. Yeah, impact. Yeah. Like I would have, there was only one wall it really would have worked on, which would have meant I would have had to lay everything out completely yeah. differently. So I was like, you know what? No, I'm not having a TV in this room. And she's like, well, but where are we going to watch Full House? And I said, well, we can just watch it on my computer in my room. And she's like, but that's not the same. So she's very mm-hmm. like she she really likes, even though she's embracing this new life um, and this new space, she's also very concerned about certain things always staying the same. Yeah. And so that's like good and hard. Like it's yeah. cute, but it's also I think it ties into kind of her overall anxiety. Yes. Um, she worries a lot about little stuff. She worries about things that are totally outside of her control and that's one thing I've had to be really careful about not being um, grumpy when the kids are peppering me. Like I'm just trying to move and the kids are peppering yeah. me with questions that I don't, I'm not prepared to answer or I just don't want to answer right now. Yeah. And I want to be like, guys, just chill out. It'll all work out. Okay. But I mean, for her, it's a big deal. Like yes. little and things I, that are dumb to me are a big deal to her. I feel like this episode might be like one third about kids with anxiety because I'm going to have things to say about that too. And we both yeah. have, um, but I, I totally agree that like, those questions and the it's all it, it is it is anxiety at the root and when you realize that it doesn't make it easier necessarily no but it is it they're just not doing it conscious. to be annoying right it makes yeah. me more conscious about the way i answer yeah because other it would be easier for me to be like you guys like are really annoying me stop <laughs> yeah because they are really annoying me yeah but but i have to you know kind of think about where they're coming from yeah. and their world is shifting and yeah like they want to know owen was just fixated on his bus stop and I can talk about that later too but like where's my bus stop gonna be I was like dude I have no idea it's gonna be around here I don't know like we'll worry about that like what time will the bus get me I don't know I can't think about that right now right it's like kids like kids when they get into that line of question cannot sort out like what needs to be answered now and what can we set aside and I relate to that because I am someone who deals with kind of anxiety and like fixation on details but I think I had just have an adult sensibility of like okay that I do want to know the answer to that but I can put it off for a day or whatever right 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 like we we know how to prioritize because yeah we have they experience. don't yeah like we have experience of do moving and having things work out yes like we have that's the, so true the life experience yes. that we know will like that information will be revealed yes. later and it'll be okay they don't have that experience yet yes. so I just keep trying to keep that in mind and, and Owen's one but Clara is like super intense about certain yeah. things so <clears throat> um she's you know she was a little worried about sleeping in her new room but she's right across the hall for me and it's been working out pretty well the last few nights so it's really working out well and for her I think you know she's really into reading um right now in particular I think nice. us not having a TV in the living room actually has helped because while I'm doing all the millions of little household tasks that um come with being in a new house I'm like putting things away yeah. and putting little furniture together and yeah. hanging stuff up she's just parked on the couch reading so What's, it's kind do you know of what way she's of been reading me she's been reading she's been reading all over the place the book she's actually on right now is oh, a Disney book it's Mal's House of Spells I okay. think okay and it's like, is it one of those descendants? One? I work in the yes, elementary school library, book. so I feel like I'm I'm like well qualified. Do I see it's all Mal's these books? Book of spells. Yes. Okay. It's, it, I didn't know that either. Or it's Mel. Maybe it's Mel's spell book. Yes, it's Mel's spell book. It is a descendants book, and I I didn't know that until she started telling me like one of the kids in it is Corella Deville's. Yes, that's daughter a descendants or something. Thing. I know. And I was like, wait, what? She's like, you know the mean. 
the mean lady in 101 Dalmatians. Like, what are you talking about? And then she showed it to me and I said, oh, I didn't, I didn't understand how it works. So she's reading that currently. But she's also working her way through the Little House series. And she's nice. always got something home from the school library. Yeah. Too, so she's I, often working. I have more zero. I, I don't I don't I feel like my kids read equal parts garbage what i think is garbage yeah. and good yes. stuff and i'm i'm not one ever to judge because i was the same right. so oh, yeah i read yeah. the backs of shampoo bottles when yep, I was a kid. Me so too. whatever if it's words and yep. she's into it i'm into it so yep. that's funny yeah so that's her that's clara I am i next clara. yeah I you guess... got to go a few in a row you have more oh, kids than right, i do because i've but got I'll all have... the lower alphabet names yeah right. um so jacob is 20 20 this is gonna be easy and fast because okay. jacob is um in southern california he's in pasadena actually living with my stepbrother and his wife. And so, yeah, tell people like how that all played out if they aren't familiar. Yeah. Like he's been out, well, he graduated a year, ha- he graduated year and a half ago. He graduated a year and a half ago and well, actually almost two years ago now and just hasn't, he didn't want to go to college right away. He's just kind of had a hard time figuring out what he's going to do next. I honestly think he's kind of a homebody and I don't think he wanted to leave. Like I think it was really hard for him to go to mm-hmm. California. I think he wanted to be around the little sibs and I think mm-hmm. he wanted to be around us and just was kind of like not really his his uh what's the word I'm looking for with the the Motivation? thing that the air the no. what's the thing the plane takes off on the runway <laughs> the runway his runway was getting a little long like yeah. I really like I needed him out it, yes. it's not he's perfectly um affable and easy to live with yeah. but like I would come in the kitchen and see his pot that he made you know rice in and it bubbled over and I was I would have like rage because Mm -hmm. I just don't need an adult child in my house right now like it just was too much right so I think that's a very natural thing I think it happens yeah Um, Yeah. it's like biological imperative that you start you want to kick your kids out of your house yep and we kind of have like this policy in in our family and our extended family that kids can kind of float between houses I've had Mm -hmm. my sister's kids have lived with me um for years and when they're older and Jacob lived with my sister for a while when he first graduated and that was a great experience for him. So um, I knew that my stepbrother had a, a room in his house available. And so he moved out there like two months ago and has been, he got a job in fast food. He's just, he's palling around LA and seeing something completely different. Um, so it's great. He's off doing his own thing. It's hard because he's off doing his own thing mm-hmm. and he doesn't tell me a whole lot about what's going on with him. I get a lot of information secondhand mm-hmm. through my stepbrother and his wife. And so, you know, it's, it's hard to really respond about him because I don't exactly know what he's doing, which I'm sure is a healthy thing. We text, yeah. but he'll text me when he, you know, needs something or yeah. just to check in. But um, and you'll I, get, it's good for him. You'll get to see him when you're out there for yes. when we go to mom 2.0 in just yeah. a few weeks. Cause it's in Pasadena. So yeah. I'll just be right down the road. Yeah. It's really so, cool. So that's, Jacob. Um, right. Oh, gosh, I'm up again. Yep. Okay. Hey, wait get... a second. Isn't it H-I-J? Oh, <laughs> I'm not good at alphabetizing. <laughs> I did this super quick, and I was just, like, throwing the kids around. Okay. Oh, that's hilarious. I have a okay, degree so Isaac... in English. <laughs> Isaac should have been first, but that's okay. That's, that's hilarious. Right. I will get this going. This doesn't seem right, but I can't figure out why. Um, <laughs> Isaac is 18. Okay. He, what's great about Isaac, he is super helpful. Um, He's been awesome during this move. I will say we had a little moment of tension where he was kind of upset about something and it kind of came out as like being him being passive aggressive. And I was like, look, dude, you're 18. I need you to be part of the solution here. Help me out, you know? Yeah. And so we kind of had like a 
conversation about that. And and since then, like he's really like there was a a few days last week where the other kids were with John. So it was just Isaac and I, and I was trying to get a bunch of stuff done in the old house so that when they all came, we could just move furniture and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was great. Like he just really pitched in and everything I've asked him to do, he's done without complaining. Um, what's hard about Isaac he's, is that he is so quiet and reserved. And he doesn't like to ask for things. Mm. So he doesn't make his needs known. Mm-hmm. Which in a and, big family is hard. And, yeah. And, and I can actually directly ask him and he'll be like, well, that's okay. I don't need this or that or whatever. And then I think what ends up happening is sometimes he gets resentful because yeah. if you don't ask, you don't get, especially right. in a big family. Like you have to be a squeaky wheel sometimes. Yeah. And it's very easy for him to get kind of like he was like the younger of the older kids. And now he's like the oldest of the younger kids. And I think like he's, I don't know, he's just gotten shuffled around more than yeah. anybody, I think. And, and I, Hope he's not resentful about it, but honestly, I wouldn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> so that's tough. Sometimes it bubbles up in yeah. little yeah. unexpected ways, and I have to be like, okay, yeah, like let's talk about this. So is um, he still super yeah. into music? Is that still his like? Yes, that was guitar? What, yeah. And yeah. what's awesome, what's been so great is now where his um, room is, I can hear him. Like I could always hear him playing, but now I can really hear him, and mm-hmm. so I wake up to it and I go to sleep to it, and he's really Aww. good. He doesn't play in front of people, but he's really good what uh, and he works really hard what kind of like guitar like what kind of music does he like or want to play like he plays um so he used to play a lot of pink floyd mm-hmm. he plays Jimi hendrix mm-hmm. he plays lots of um like pickings like um i'm trying to think of like what would be an example like 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 old style jazz and country and stuff mm-hmm. like it's hard for me like to where the, like where, like intricate guitar talking, stuff like yeah, where it's like fingery like fingery finger, yes fingery yeah. yes fingery stuff he's kind of getting into we're that so, we're so technical and i know right and I, I mean he but he's all over the place and sometimes he just is playing like he's just trying to perfect something so it doesn't sound like a song it just sounds like him kind of jamming and it's it's does fun does he it's really ri- fun. does he any write does he kind of write his own then when he's doing that kind I of think stuff i think so yeah i think so but it's hard to tell and he doesn't talk about it a whole lot i wonder so, if he'll be cuz yeah. he is the more like introverted reserved like he could be really into like music producing or like yeah. you know maybe he doesn't want to perform but maybe he wants to yeah. like go into sound editing or like yeah, that's you know kind like of, the engineering yeah. side it's he cool. doesn't want to so he's we've been having a lot of conversations about um school and like what his next plan is and he really doesn't have any interest in like going off to a four-year university right away but he did go and talk to somebody at the local um we have like a it's kind of like the career placement and they have Mm -hmm. a youth specialist and they were just like talking about what's around here and what's available and he's really interested in doing um an apprenticeship for electrician work Mm -hmm. oh that's because what he really wants to do is make money quickly and play guitar i don't think he has any interest in like he just wants to have a good job so he can work and play guitar the rest of the time and and I think that electrical work makes a lot of sense because totally. he could potentially develop that into something to do with performance or right yeah you stage can, tech yeah exactly I mean even yeah. just in our little experience in podcasting we yeah. have come to really appreciate yes sound technicians sound of all. yeah or he could become like a roadie I mean who knows yeah. like, there's so many things he could do and I think he's being really really smart and strategic about the way he's handling his next steps I think yeah yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be good. That's so awesome. I can't he's got wait a couple to hear. sort of like plans sort of lined up and he knows his next steps and um you know, he it's kind of funny because he did really well in his SATs and he forgot his calculator. So he was like, Yeah, if I took him again with my calculator, I bet I could, you know, do even better. And I think he got like a thirteen hundred, which is wow. like really yeah. good. Yeah. And so I was like, Yeah, he's like, you probably could. But he's like, nah, I mean, I don't really like, I mean, I think he, he probably can probably will do most do of it. the things he wants to do. 
even with yeah. that score. I mean, so he's getting tons of college, um, like tons of letters and recruiters coming after him and stuff. And he's just like, eh. you know, he's not easily swayed by other people, yeah. like what they want him to do or whatever. So I think he'll, he'll make the choice that's, that's right for him. And I did have to tell you too, this is so cute. I said, well, do you think you want to, you know, like, would you be interested in moving to a bigger city or whatever? And he said, you know, I think I'd like to stick around for it right now and, you know, watch my little brothers and sister grow up. And I was like, oh, that's so like the cutest cute. thing ever. So it is really cute. Uh, yeah. Oh, that was like my favorite segment because I feel like I don't know Isaac as well. No, you don't. feel like you it's, don't know. It's hard him. to know. In the, yeah. It's hard to know if you're in the same house. Yeah, let exactly. Alone for me, oh, you I know him that. by watching him, not because he tells you stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Okay, Megan. Well, over here at the Mom Hour, we are big fans of our sponsor, Our Place. In fact, you, me, and our team member Katie were all comparing notes on our favorite product. Katie was telling us that even though she's packing up to move her family to a new house, she cannot put that mini perfect pot from our place into the boxes yet because she's using it like every night. Well, as someone who also has a perfect pot, I got mine as part of their mini home cook duo set. I get it. It's nonstick, which is key, but it also has all these handy features like a steam release lid with a built in strainer and this nice beechwood spoon that nests on the handle in this perfect little peg. Okay, well, I didn't get this pot, but now I want it. That sounds so great. Our Place's cookware is great to cook with, beautiful to look at, and healthier for us as well. All of Our Place's products are made without PFAS, also known as Forever Chemicals. In addition to their cookware and tableware, Our Place is also making waves with their Wonder Oven, the most stylish all-in-one air fryer and toaster oven. Again, free from the Forever Chemicals found in many of those air fryers. Listeners, Our Place offers a 100-day trial with free shipping and returns, and we've got a great deal for you. Go to fromourplace.com and enter the code MOMHOUR at checkout to receive 10% off site-wide. That's fromourplace.com, code MOMHOUR. Sarah, our sponsor, Haya Health, makes a kid's daily multivitamin that parents can feel great about giving their kids because they have no added sugars or dyes. And our kids who have tried Haya Vitamins have loved them, which is important, right? Because what good is a bottle of vitamins that your kid won't take? Haya was founded by two dads who didn't like the ingredients label on some of the popular children's vitamins they were seeing on store shelves. So they got to work developing a formula that would help fill the most common nutrient gaps in modern kids' diets. Haya's Chewable Kids Vitamin is made with a blend of 12 organic fruits and vegetables and then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals. They're also vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, and nut-free. Haya manufactures their vitamins right here in the USA with globally sourced ingredients, and then they ship their chewable vitamins directly to your door on a pediatrician-recommended schedule. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You're going to get 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash MomHour. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash MomHour and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Okay, so you have another child. But if you I want, do. we can <laughs> switch. Since I don't know how to use the alphabet anyway, if you want, we can switch read and Yeah, you do, you do okay. read and then it will okay. have, we'll just pretend R comes before O. Yeah, because I am using creative alphabetization anyway. Um, okay, so I'll do read. Read is coming up on eight. His birthday is the very beginning of June. So he's very close to turning eight. Um, what's great about read is, so one thing, 
recently. He's a highly, highly cerebral kid, not very mm. physical. So anytime he has like a physical milestone, um, I get like all the warm, fuzzy, like proud mom yeah. feels. Whereas like, you know, it just depends on what's a harder thing for your kid. Like you root for them. So he got this hand-me-down bike from a neighbor a little while ago and it it has hand brakes and gears so it's like a real it's like a mountain bike it's like a really nice bike that a, a kid down the street outgrew and the bike was the right size for him like his feet could reach the pedals but his little tiny hands and his coordination the whole like braking with your hands instead of pushing yes. back on the pedal and then changing gears it was like just too much so we tried it a couple times and he's never you talked about bike riding recently and he's yeah he has been on a two-wheeler for maybe since he was like an early seven, but he's never been great. I mean, like every time yeah. you watch him get started, it's like it's the, his first time riding a bike. You're like, oh, so, is this going to so, happen? Oh, something, <laughs> something made me want to try again. We waited, you know, several months. We had our kind of rainy, our California winter. And I said, well, let's, let's, you're a little bigger now. Let's try the, the mountain bike again. And um, it was hard. And his, you know, little hands on these big hand brakes, oh, you know, yeah. and he got it. And he loves it like he is wanting to bike ride every night after dinner he's less tentative when he like steers like he's starting to like go up not up on the curb but like up on a driveway so he's like not just going in a straight line and then stopping like really tentative like he was before so that's just a cute example of like all kids I think struggle well for sure all kids struggle with something and for him it's more of like the physical skills that are harder and so it's just fun to see those mastered and see how proud they feel and like he's just when he does love something it's like it's the best thing ever like I love riding my bike like this is amazing yeah it's really cute um hard oh and it's similar in that way he gets into stuff like so hard like yeah yeah so hard right now I mean he is an anxiety kid in general his anxiety comes out I think very differently from Clara's his is tends to come out in like inflexibility like he has a real hard time with plans changing or things not going the way and his instead of worrying his comes out in being like super mad or even having a meltdown that looks like a four-year-old meltdown and he's almost eight and it's you know the trajectory over time is it's gotten a lot better but um recently it's some bedtime stuff and he's asking questions about death and what happens when we die and all of that Mm. is really normal kid stuff but he just like takes those things heavier and then I think he's afraid to tell me that he's worried about that so I was really glad that he did and we actually have been using I'll link this up in the in the show notes but I was like well let's do some bedtime meditation because it's it's almost like he um once he gets those thoughts started before bed then they can't stop and I think any adult who's had anxiety knows how that is like you don't you know you know that maybe something's irrational or like that you should fill your head with happy thoughts but once the scary thoughts start playing it's really hard to shut it's hard to shut them off and so we um there's the app calm which is a pretty popular meditation app and I'm not a regular meditator I'm not very good at it but I did have that on my phone and they have a section for kids and I'll link this up in the show notes so we have been doing just little um they're just on my phone and I we just hit play and it's five or six minutes of like bedtime meditation for kids and it might even be a placebo like the fact that I you know took the time to get out my phone and laid with him and he'll be like I feel so calm now and like I don't you know I don't know if it's working or if it's just like he felt like mom offered some kind of solution right. and so I feel safe that there's like something the to do effect a yeah bit and that as well yeah like, oh, that's so awesome. we've been we've been doing that and um you know so he's uh, anxiety is always like there for him it's just kind of how it comes out um and I I've mentioned this book before but I read a book called the opposite of worry and I actually thought of Clara too because they described the different types and I know Clara mm. a lot is like 
worrying people will be mad or worried about getting in trouble or worried about and like Reed doesn't have any of that so it's so interesting how like these it shifts shapes in different forms depending on the kid um yeah so it's a great book it's called the opposite of worry I don't know if we talked about this but we were watching an episode of Full House and uh-huh. the ones where like someone lies early in the show. Oh, yeah. And then you kind of know through the whole show they're going to get in trouble. Oh, she and can't that's even too hard. It. Like she has to cover her face. Yeah. Because she can't watch. She's like, why and, do they do that? And do you know, <laughs> so. I don't know if I've ever told you this. I have that only not with people getting in trouble. I have that with like punked or candid camera situations where someone, <gasps> yeah, you did tell me that. everyone yes. else is in the know, even when it's supposed to be funny. Like those shows. No, oh, what's the one I that they tried those. to? Uh, like I have like I have a a true anxiety reaction like I can't even really let my mind imagine them and like my whole family makes fun of me because it's like a weird thing to be anxious about but I can feel Clara's pain because that's how I feel when it's like a um oh you know they tried to relaunch it was like what would you do like what would you do if you saw this conversation happening in a restaurant and then they stage it and everyone around is super uncomfortable I yes like I I have a feeling in my stomach just even explaining that anyway that's a long way of saying I'll link up that book the opposite of worry I was fascinating reading about kind of the different ways it plays out in different kids and I did think of Clara and the little that I know about her when reading that section because I thought gosh Reed doesn't he doesn't play out like that at all but then he has the inflexibility and the like being um kind of obsessed with like what went wrong and what to do next time like like wanting to like fix things and anyway so it's a it's yeah. lovely um and then I would say, I was going to say, what is he into right now? And then I just added whatever he's into, he's into obsessively. And you have said that about Owen. Like, yeah. he got out this, we have this paper airplanes um, instruction. Like, it comes with the paper. It's kind of like origami paper. <clears throat> and then instructions for making really complicated paper airplanes, which, yeah. Megan, you and I share spatial reasoning struggles. Yes. And there is nothing I'm harder for me than following making... instructions for folding a paper airplane. Like, it's pretty much the worst thing you could give me to do and of course Brian was like traveling a lot <laughs> Reed wanted help and like so when he gets into something it's really hard for him to like oh why don't we not do paper airplanes and instead do this like that's not an option he is going to do paper airplanes right. until he has done everyone in the book and anyway um he's also into Pokemon has been for a long time Lego I mean Lego I feel like is almost not it's not phasing out the Legos are still out but he's more likely to putter over there and like build something from his imagination he doesn't like um covet the sets as much anymore which is probably a good thing for our lego collection yeah. but yeah anyway yeah i was just thinking about when my house was absolutely littered with paper airplanes for a while when oh, got really? into him. Yes. but he would ask me to help him at first he always wanted me to make them for him or like yeah. help him make them and mine were just awful like right. i can't even get the basics of a good paper airplane right. down they all look like they were made by a four-year-old i mean <laughs> It finally was like, you know what? This is not. You should just go on YouTube and find it. Like, I'm actually making you worse at this. Yeah. So go to someone else to help you. <laughs> so, well, yeah, I should look like at YouTube. Because this because this instructional thing, it's like in his mind, because there are instructions and the paper comes with it, like you should be able to follow it to a T. And I get that. But I, I cannot look at those instructions on a two-dimensional instruction sheet and make that happen with the paper. It's physically impossible for my brain. I can't do it. And that was very disappointing to him yeah. because <laughs> I, I was no help. I was help with yeah. the bedtime anxiety. I'm good for some things. But Isn't was it no- funny when kids start realizing you can't actually do everything? Right. But like, like, no, it takes I'm, them a while. I'm not just like, I'm not just putting you off because I want to do the dishes. Like I literally right. am trying as hard as I can to help you and I am no good at this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, my kids have learned that lesson the hard way yeah. several times over. So should I now go back to Owen? Yeah, go right along our alphabet from R to O. Of our made-up alphabet that we do. Um, (laughs) 
Okay, so where do I start? Owen is 12. Man, Owen is a funny kid. I, t- I think I told you once before, like, I know I can't have a favorite, and I don't. Right. But, I've, but everybody has a soft spot for Owen. Yeah. He's just funny and adorable. Like, he looks like a mouse. Like, he's got He is so glasses. stinking cute. Like, just yeah. visually. Yes. I mean, you're going to tell so the, cute, like the Instagram video and... story, right? Because I don't think... We've talked, we've talked about Owen Which before. One? The, the one? The dancing one, recently. Oh, the flossing? Yes. Yes. So he... Like, if you're listening... You might not know what flossing is. It's that crazy dance that kids do these I days. Um, that looks kind of like you have a piece of floss, I guess, between your legs. I, I think that's what it's supposed to look like. But it's yeah, just, like your arms are going sideways. Yeah, down and low. Your body is going. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> well, you have to just watch the video. But Owen, it kind of like Reed when he wants to do something, he masters it. So it yeah. wasn't good enough for him to yo-yo. He had to like master yo-yoing, and it wasn't good enough for him to so. That can have its downsides because they become obsessive about things like video games and that can become a problem. But, you know, sometimes they use that for good instead of evil. And right now he's a, like an expert flosser and he can do it ridiculously fast. Yeah. Yeah. Like this it's video hilarious. is so good. <laughs> so we'll post that. But he um, so I would say he's been flossing a lot. lately. <laughs> he's been flossing a lot. He's been playing this game Fortnite, which is apparently where they learned. He learned about flossing. That's kind of where flossing came from. OK, because I think it was like an it's called an emote. And I think it, I think what that means is like if you do a certain move or whatever, there, I think there's like a little animation that okay. you can. And this it's is a, a, like a, a like character a- flossing. Okay, video game like like PlayStation stuff or like what kind of it's, game? It's um it's Xbox and I okay. think it's like a game console game. I believe so. Yes, I'm not. I'm not really very good at video games. I know I'm, me I neither. Should, look, it might actually be. It might be computer. Okay, it might just be on the computer. Um, but it's like a multi, you know, massively yeah. multiplayer online yeah. game or whatever. And yeah, so, um, it's hilarious. And so, um. He's. I'm just trying to think of like how to even describe him. He's just, just like always, funny, dry, smart, very easygoing. Mm-hmm. Um, except the hard thing about Owen is he's super. Like if he needs to join a debate club or something, mm-hmm. because he will argue his point to the death, even if his point has no merit. Even if he knows his point has no merit, he will still defend it as though it is the most like valid. <laughs> argument ever made so here's an example moved into the new house mm-hmm. he didn't understand why we couldn't just take the wi-fi from the old house okay so <clears throat> i explained it like three times and this became he's like well mom no all you have to do is take the modem we have internet at the old house we could just move it here and i said no the service isn't hooked up yet so we can't and he just like I think he, by the end, understood, like, that it's not just because, like, William was joking that he was going to go collect Wi-Fi in buckets and bring it over. He's like, I'm just going to go get a jar at the old house and collect some Wi-Fi out of the air and put the top on the jar really fast and bring it over. So Owen knew at some point he was wrong. Right. But he still, like, just wouldn't let it go. Yeah. He just wouldn't. He's like, no, 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 no. You just you just get the router and you get the modem and you hook it up and then we'll have internet. And I was finally like, dude, I can't talk to you about this anymore. And I've got a million Owen stories like that. Yeah. He will just dig in and double down on anything <laughs> that he believes to be true or wants. Sometimes it's just that he wants it to be true. Yeah. So, yeah. So there was another story about that was when we were, um, we went out West a couple of years ago and he, <laughs> we passed um, John Wayne's birthplace mm-hmm. and he had it in his head that that was John Williams, the guy who wrote the Star Wars oh, okay. movies yep. or music. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
and argued with us all for a good like hour that John Wayne wrote the Star Wars music. And finally, we're with like everyone's dying laughing because right. he just he right. just wanted it to be true or he yeah. wanted to argue it so badly that we yeah. just couldn't even. Well, we just couldn't it's even reminding me. Okay, you and this is major. Um, like going down a random path here, but you and I have both gotten into Enneagram in the past. And it's reminding me of the Enneagram type eight, which is the challenger that I have learned a little bit about. And one of like the challenging or quote unquote arguing can really be like the way people almost connect to you or like the way that like not even necessarily a negative, although it can come across as negative, but I wonder if he's an eight. He might, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, actually. Yeah. Huh. That's funny. Oh, um, Non-Enneagram people are like, what are you talking what? about? But you, should, you know who you are. Everyone should be an Enneagram Enneagram person. people, you know who you are. Um, okay, Owen. Anything else about Owen? Um, No, I mean, he's just into flossing and Fortnite and yo-yoing. <laughs> my house. And he's adorable. And he's adorable. He That's is all. adorable. <laughs> um, okay, so I'll do Violet. And Violet mm-hmm. is five and change. She turned five in January. So she's not kindergarten this year. It's her final year at home. Um, great about Violet. So she is kind of a budding reader, just the very beginning of sounding out words. They do a little bit of that at school and some of it's just happening. You know, she's just surrounded by people who can read and right. she's, she does not like to be like coached or prompted. And that's not really my style anyway, but so I'm, I'm really careful not to say like, Oh, do you want to try and sound that out? Like I might've with other kids. Cause she can get real, sensitive if she thinks she's not doing something right and that I think comes from being the youngest but I posted a video on Instagram yesterday but it was part of a longer video and it was so funny she's really finally sounding out words where you know so it was a little bob book and the sentence was the dog is fat and it was a fat dog in this bob book <laughs> so she says you know she, I help her with the because you can't really sound it out dog I helped her a little bit with is and then she really easily on the video you could watch this she goes fat fat and then she starts cracking up because for her like it sounded she's like that's rude like they shouldn't put that in a bob book for kids I don't know why she thought it was so funny that the sentence was the dog is fat but it was also this really sweet moment of like she's decoding words like she's reading and like so I don't know I'm always a sucker for the beginning of like reading and language so that was really funny um she is she's a party you know she's fun and funny to be around I'm just trying to kind of enjoy the last few months of having her home two days a week with me like my little go to Costco buddy like she's really fun to just pal around with um she's harder okay so I'll go right into the hard the hard is she's always her whole life been hard to hang around the house with and I I'm a homebody I like to get stuff done around the house and my other kids, as they progressed, they just got a little better at playing by themselves. I think I messaged you this like a week ago. I was like, remember how you didn't send Clara to preschool and she would just like do art all day while you worked? Right. I was like, that, that <laughs> is not violent. Like yeah. she she needs constant social interaction. She's like an extreme extrovert. So she, she needs entertainment and not in the form of like someone entertaining her. She just needs social, she just needs a a warm body and so it's like mom 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 mom. and I mean it's hard to get even 20 minutes to myself if she's at home with me so we spend our home days bopping around and doing stuff and she'll go to the gym daycare and I think she's gonna love kindergarten because I think she really thrives when there's lots to do and see 
Um, and then something she's into is gymnastics. She's just doing it once a week, but she really likes it. She's pretty good at it. I don't think she's quite as bendy as Clara, but she's she is flexible and she's pretty strong. Um, yeah. And it's it's little kid gymnastics, but it's fun to see her. She hasn't done a ton of activities where she's like, well, she hasn't done a ton of activities at all, but not any that like I can see her really maybe continuing with. And she really right. likes gymnastics. So yeah, that's, well, that's awesome. She's a that cutie. Violet. She is. Uh, are we back to that's back to you just William. To William, just William sweet William William's 14 he's a giant yeah Suddenly like how he, tall he so the last is... picture I saw it was back to back like the same he's gotta be way taller than you know he's like six one. Oh my gosh it just happened I mean and he's stretching out now like mm-hmm. he, he was always a little more like I don't know. Like he's been a stout kid mm-hmm. and suddenly he's just like stretched. So he's, I mean, but he's big. Like he like has a football player body. Yeah. And he's, he's just ridiculously tall. He just got his hair cut super short. He looks so handsome. He had like a kind of a Bieber dude for, or do for a while. And he's got glasses now. So he's just Wait, like, I need a picture of William. I feel like I can't even yeah, picture I will this. send you one. He's like, he looks like a dude. Like he looks like he's yeah. suddenly in high school and he's in eighth grade, but he's going to go into high school. Like, looking like a man I so. remember I remember those guys in high school being like yes. and I was so little I was like looked like I was in fifth grade my freshman year right. of high school so I was like what is happening yeah <sighs> so he um tonight is actually our opening night for Annie Jr. that I'm directing and he's okay. in it he plays uh President Roosevelt nice That's and so perfect. also several different um he plays several um different chorus parts like okay. in the, the servant ensemble and the NYC ensemble um and so he's like a theater kid right now he's like just really into that and loving it he's also in a production of little the little mermaid at school he wants to play tennis this year he's just really becoming his own person like he's just he's so dry and his sense of humor is just like sometimes i'm not even sure if he's trying to be funny like he Mm -hmm. trolls me a lot and he'll just say something it's ridiculous and I know I'm like I have to stop him and be like are you being serious right now or are you just <laughs> messing with me because I'm not always 100% sure right um he, the hard thing about Will is of all of my kids he's the I don't want to say he expects the most he just kind of rides me a lot about stuff so he got this idea that we were going to move into the fancy subdivision that all of us you know a lot of his friends live in mm-hmm. and I shot that down about a year ago I was like honey a I probably will never have the money to live there. But even if I did, I probably, that's just not my thing. I'd probably buy an old house downtown, not, you know, not a big um, house out in a subdivision. And he's just like, okay, but, and then he comes at it from a different angle. And then he comes at it from a different angle. And I'm like, no, (laughs) stop asking me about this. So he just, he just rides me really hard. And he, he has like, I don't know if it's because he tends to hang out with a lot of kids who have a lot, or Uh if it's just because he has this sort of sense about the world, like, but of course I should have that, you know, yeah. it's just like, and it's not, I don't want to use the word entitlement that makes him sound like a brat. And that's not what I mean. Yeah. It's just sort of this idea that like, well, but I should have that. Right. Yeah. Like, and I, and I have to let him down constantly yeah. <laughs> and be like, no, actually that's just not, that's just not our life. And you have plenty and you're right. not, you do not go without. Right. Um. So that's the hardest thing about him, but he's just a great kid. We've always called him good old reliable William. And he yeah. is, he is just reliable you ask him to do something, he does it. It's always surprises me. In fact, sometimes I know my expectations of him are a little too high because it surprises me when he doesn't do. Like yeah. I'm taken aback when he doesn't yeah. do something he said he would do, and then 
I'm like, my reaction to it is almost yes uh, out of proportion. I like, have, what do you mean? Yeah. Why didn't you do that? You said yeah. you would, you know, it's just normal kid stuff. You forgot or whatever. Yeah. But I'm like, wait, what? You know? Yeah. So no, that is, that's, yeah. that is so easy for that to happen. I feel like that yeah. happens with me more with Allegra and being like patient with her siblings. And then when she isn't, yes. I'm like, what the heck was that? And then I'm like, oh, right. like your siblings are jerks and you are right. the world's most patient person with them and you're a normal nine-year-old. So right. I can cut you some slack. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Well, I so definitely need to see a picture of William. I will I send like you one. He looks adorable right man now. Man-child. Um, yes. Well, we have eight kids between us and we talked about all of them. We did. That's amazing. We I did know. It. If you guys aren't <laughs> following us both separately on Instagram, Megan is Megan Francis, M-E-A-G-A-N Francis, and I am Powers of Mine, and we do share little snippets of our kiddos. Um, and then, of course, the mom hours on Instagram. But I would love to hear from our listeners about their kids. You guys can just email us and tell us about your kids and tell us yeah, we would love that. something great, something hard, and something they're into. And we read them all, and eventually we even reply to them all, although sometimes... It takes a while. Sometimes it um, takes a while. That's all right. But yeah, no, we love, and, and like I said at the top of the show, it's, we need permission sometimes to just brag on our kids, but in this we kind do. of, like, without an ulterior motive, without a, exactly without a motive to, like, show the world what kind of great parents we are. Maybe that's no, it, Megan. Like, it's not, the bragging we, isn't, like, we we're not taking about. credit for this. <laughs> nothing, this, none of this is anything we did right. It's just who they are, and they're just cool people. I mean, yeah. you know, I love finding, I love finding things to brag on about my kids. It just, I feel like my job as a mom is to be their biggest cheerleader, or one of my yep. jobs, and to just appreciate them, and um, it's and it has to nothing that. to do with taking credit. If you want to take right. credit for the good stuff, guys, you know you have to take blame for right. the not so good stuff. <laughs> exactly. So better just step back, appreciate the good, and yep. admit the hard. And you know, you're, they are it's their not own all people. they are their own people. Totally. Well, yep. this was super fun. Um, I did mention some things. I know I mentioned a couple books that I will link up at themomhour.com and any and Owen's flossing video and anything else we talked about. Go to themomhour.com. Look for episode one fifty two. If it's not there, yell at me in a comment, which happens <laughs> almost every episode. I'm like, oh yeah, you guys are so you keep me keep me on my toes. Right. Um. And yeah. Oh, this coming Sunday, Megan, we have an, another more than mom coming out, so that'll be oh, fun. Great. Look for that, yeah. you guys. All right. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Guess what, Megan? Over 10,000 teens are already using our sponsor, Erica, to help them unplug. That is amazing. Erica, that's Erica with a K, is the social media health app for teens that gives them the tools to unplug whenever they need to for improved health, study focus, sleep, and daily balance. It's so cool how this works to hide distracting apps from your phone at the touch of a button, keeping them out of sight and out of mind without deleting your data. Yeah, you know, teens really get that social media comes with risks, including addiction, and Erica helps them build healthy habits and self-regulation that will benefit them their whole lives. Tell your teens about Erica and save 20% on the Erica family plan with promo code THEMOMHOUR. Go to erica.app and search for plans. That's Erica with a K, E-R-I-K-A dot A-P-P and use code the mom hour to save 20%. Sarah, I have been having just the best time making my new podcast, The Tease Made. I launched back in November and so far I've covered topics like staying warm on cold winter walks, nurturing creativity, how to be a great host, and even Nordic secrets to loving winter. 
Well, you know, I am fan number one of the teas made. It's got such a cozy vibe and it seems like you've really hit your stride in covering topics like wellness, self-care, comforting rituals and routines and home and family life. Just look for the teas made with Megan Francis wherever you get your podcasts or head to theteasmade.com to find all the episodes. 